Hello, and welcome to the Women Talk Tech podcast, brought to you by KPMG's Women in Technology community, a podcast dedicated to sharing stories about women by women within the technology space. My name is Carliana O'Brien. I'm a supply chain consultant within KPMG's procurement and supply chain solutions practice, and I will be your host for today's episode. Joining me today is my colleague Mimi Vu, who is a senior manager, also from KPMG's procurement and supply chain solutions practice. Welcome, Mimi, to today's podcast. Thanks, Carliana. Thanks for having me. Today, we'll be talking about Mimi's journey from graduating from university with an engineering degree to becoming a senior manager. We will cover her time abroad and how that transformed her career, get insight into KPMG's supply chain team, and hear her opinion on how technology will help supply chain in the future. To get us started, Mimi, you have had quite an interesting career so far, including work experience abroad. Can you tell me a little bit about how you got into consulting and what your journey was that led you to KPMG? I started my career in supply chain and industry, and like many, fell into procurement and supply chain. At the time when I was studying in Canada, there wasn't many supply chain programs that I was aware of, and it really wasn't on my radar. As you mentioned, I have an industrial engineering degree, and my first job at a university was with a national retailer. It was part of a new grad program, starting off in forecasting and replenishment. I had a strong desire at the time, and still do to some extent, to explore working and living in other countries, and decided one day to take a leave of absence from my job and buy a one-way ticket to Australia, just have a chance at living out this dream. It was a bit of a leap of faith, as I didn't know anyone in Australia. I was lucky enough after a few months to land on my feet and find a similar role in forecasting and replenishment with a Japanese gaming company and attained a business sponsorship visa. I had a few more roles in industry in procurement and supply chain before Hooter approached me about uh, working for KPMG in Australia. I was really drawn and continue to be drawn to a role in consulting because I really enjoy working with people to solve problems and I enjoy the variety and constantly being challenged. In industry, I found that I was changing my roles in companies every few years because I wasn't getting that change in pace and being constantly challenged and, and learning at the same time. It's been nine years since I joined uh, KPMG in Australia, and I've now been with KPMG in Canada in the procurement supply chain practice for almost five and a half years. My time with KPMG in Australia also included a 20-month secondment with KPMG's Global Procurement Supply Chain Center of Excellence, where I was based in Germany, helping to establish and operate the COE. Very interesting. Some of those things I didn't actually know that about you. So it's kind of interesting to hear that now and and hear more about your time abroad. And I can actually really relate to your comment, Mimi, about always feeling the need to be challenged. When I think back to my previous work experience, I remember always, you know, trying to seek new responsibilities and new tasks to try and fill that desire to be challenged. Whereas in consulting, the variety of my role now and the project types and the clients, they're always changing and they're always presenting brand new challenges. So this is why I actually chose to join KPMG in Canada more than a year ago. And, you know, I'm happy to say I celebrated my one year anniversary on on January 25th of this year. So pretty exciting milestone for me. But back to you. Can you tell me a little bit more about your experience while with KPMG in Australia? Kind of interested to hear more about that and what it was like for you as someone brand new to consulting. Thanks, Carlyan, and happy anniversary. When I think of KPMG, I think of opportunities, opportunities to grow, learn, explore, and contribute to new areas that may be outside your core area of professional background, taking on more responsibility to work with really cool and knowledgeable people. There's a lot of people at KPMG that know a lot of things. I find that internal networks are just as important as your external networks. Internal networks at KPMG extend globally. 
my work with the Global Center of Excellence uh, did help me with that a lot. I would say, you know, in looking at opportunities in life or even at KPMG, I would say to be open, be proactive and candid about the things you're really interested in and passionate about and really put the hard work in there. I have no doubt that the opportunities will be there. It could be someone you meet on a project or initiative or someone that you have supported on other things. It could be something that comes up a month, a year later, even years out. I was offered my role with the COE because of my engagement with the global community a few years back. I was helping to organize the COE's leads visit to the Sydney office and the opportunity came up in our discussion between meetings. A few months later, I was on a plane to Germany and I guess the rest is history. That is so cool. Working with uh, KPMG Center of Excellence is definitely an impressive feat. Not everyone gets that opportunity and must bring a lot of perspective actually to your role today. How did that shape your career and your role on the Canadian supply chain team? As I was saying, internal networks are very important. Through my role with the COE and in Australia, I was able to reach out to the national partner lead for a supply chain and move across the pond to join KPMG in Canada. I would like to say that I've always been deliberate in planning out my career and my career progression, but I have a stronger driver, I think, when it comes to learning, being challenged, and taking more responsibilities and being really open to opportunities. My time in Germany and in Australia did give me a broader perspective on how supply chain operates and how we as a firm support our clients in solving some of their challenges and issues. My awareness and understanding of different ways of communicating and working did increase while I was abroad. And by observing, I was able to better appreciate the different perspectives and I did really adjust how I engaged with different countries and people. I also learned this from working with others others as well, and I really did maximize my time in Germany by visiting different countries during my spare time. Things are a lot closer in Germany than in Australia, as you can appreciate. And also, like we are so connected today, the pandemic and many have accelerated how people use technology to work and communicate. We are definitely less uh, restricted by geography nowadays. Yeah, I can definitely vouch for that. I've been on some projects where we're definitely leveraging, you know, people from the US, the UK, Germany. So it's really great to see that cross collaboration, especially during the pandemic when we're not able to to travel as much. Now, I remember when we were planning the episode of Women Talk Tech initially, you know, you had brought up something really interesting that you frequently forgot that you were one of the only women in the room. And it happened a lot throughout your career. So I kind of wanted to, you know, bring that into the conversation and shed a little bit of light on that. Can you go into more detail on what it was like for you as sometimes the only female in the room? I think it's an important comment that you made, and I'd like to explore it a little bit more. Yes, I did mention that. Yes. So sometimes I do forget that I'm the only female in the room, and I don't mean to be really facetious when I say that, so let me explain. In my engineering program at university, uh, there was definitely underrepresentation of females in the program, and I sort of just got used to the dynamic, which continued in my subsequent roles in supply chain and industry. I'm definitely seeing a change now. Uh, We see this difference with the next generation of consultants coming in um, where there's definitely better representation of of females that are being interviewed and getting roles within our team. I also do believe that everyone has a different perspective. Your perspective is shaped by many factors in addition to your gender, um, such as like culture, race, experiences, personal beliefs, and so on. So I don't think you're just one thing. I mean, that's what, what makes us really unique. And that's how we have our different perspectives. I do find at times that I have to be more deliberate in, about speaking up in meetings and to be more confident in sharing my perspectives and views. And and that could be like feeling perhaps discounted initially when I communicate a thought or because I am female, but it's a minor tweak that I'm able to make um, in communicating my point of view. 
thank you so much for that. I appreciate you sharing that with us. You know, kind of touching on the employee experience, consulting has been making some big moves towards a more employee-centric work environment, particularly in how the younger generation wants to be supported at work. We've also seen some coinciding changes within the makeup of the supply chain team, which you touched upon. You know, we're seeing more females than ever before, which, you know, I'm really proud of that we're able to see that change in our team. I'm sure this is partly due to the supply chain industry also having more formal pathways and education system where it's previously been made up of engineers who, you know, decide to change paths after graduation. It's certainly an exciting time for KPMG supply chain team. Now, how has the team adapted to remote work and what's the plan moving forward? Yeah, so the great thing about being in pandemic together is that our team has adapted along with their clients with working, communicating, and collaborating virtually. At the start of the pandemic, the use of technology and the need to work virtually had to be ramped up quickly, both from the tools that were available by employers and also users' savviness in using these tools. I think working virtually has opened available talent and skills of our staff across projects as we're able to staff local projects with team members based in other locations. Previously, this may have been more prohibitive by the cost of travel as an example. We are hearing about shortages in finding talent, including within the supply chain profession. By being more flexible around your search criteria like location and leveraging technology, the talent pool really, really opens up. As today's supply chain professional wears multiple hats. There is a need to be more technically strong in one or more areas of the supply chain, have greater business acumen, commercial skills, be more tech and data savvy to be more agile to addressing supply chain challenges and disruptions. So, you know, technology really is an enabler to share and collaborate across geographies. Speaking of the pandemic, it has triggered a lot of C-suite level chaos in the supply chain. And consumers have started noticing at the retail level that wait times are longer and the industry's problems have been widely covered in the media. For example, there was recently a huge ocean parking lot of shipping containers stuck at ports. What are some of the biggest issues clients are experiencing since the pandemic started almost two years ago in Canada? And how has technology played a role? Really great question. One of the most significant weaknesses that the pandemic exposed for many companies was how unprepared they were and how susceptible they were to supply chain related risks. Whether it was supply chain and demand shocks, geopolitical strife for backlogs and delays across the global infrastructure, logistics infrastructure, companies across all sectors found themselves needing to drastically rethink their supply chain strategies, both in the short term and the longer term. Part of the challenge that our clients face is access to information to better position themselves to detect and anticipate any potential disruptions and to help better plan business continuity and innovation plans. Companies and our clients included were challenged with visibility across end-to-end supply chain and are really kind of accelerating their technology roadmaps to be more responsive to major disruptions and variabilities in the supply chains. A 2021 KPMG survey of CEOs globally found that 67% of CEOs say they will increase investment in disruption, detection, and innovation processes. This includes technology. And also 59% of these CEOs are looking to ensure their supply chain is resilient in the event of another global lockdown or future travel restrictions. So some of our clients are doing a few things. I'll share some examples now. So to address the logistic disruptions, supply chain leaders and our clients are redefining strategies that build resilience and boost domestic capabilities, redesigning alternative supply chain flows, managing inventory storage capabilities closer to the customers, as as an example. Also, to better manage production delays, companies are re-engineering product specifications and leveraging technology to better provide flexibility and cost control. 
This helps leveraging spend using analytical tools and systems to increase visibility to know where and how and with who they're spending their money with. Technology is actually seen as an enabler to significantly improve visibility and better integrate across the end-to-end -end supply chain. So technology definitely plays a role in getting through this pandemic, but also into the future of supply chain. Those are some great points about lack of preparedness and exposure to supply chain risk. With the usual just-in-time inventory strategies that resulted in limited or zero inventory when timelines got stretched when the pandemic first started. It will certainly be interesting to continue to see how technology plays a vital role in building resiliency and protecting against supply chain risks. I wanted to thank you so much, Mimi, for joining us today on this episode of Women Talk Tech, brought to you by KPMG's Women in Technology community. You've shared so much of your journey with us, and I think it will resonate with a lot of women listening to this. Stay tuned for what we'll talk about next time in future episodes. See you then. 